Hello and welcome to Joe Max Morons. This is Joe, uh, along with my co-host Taylor Young, Adam Young, Thomas Young. We are all uh, the OG morons of uh, of the group. Guys, welcome. How uh, how's everyone feeling collectively here? We can say yes all at the same time. It's fine. Collectively, all everyone feeling good. Feels great. Fantastic. Good. <laughs> a little wordy in the middle there, but I uh, appreciate. Uh, Appreciate the enthusiasm. Uh, so this week we've have a few things going on. It's a little it's a little slow uh, in the in our, in our in our particular teams and worlds, uh, but we certainly have a few things to talk about. Uh, one, and I want to welcome Ood today to the uh, to to our to our podcast. I always love uh, having you aboard, and Ood, special for you. At the end of this, we have an announcement. Uh, for for who's going to join us, uh, so uh, so stay tuned, and uh, I assume that's all it takes to get you to listen to the end. Uh, so anyway, uh, on with uh, on with some soccer uh, some soccer talk. Adam, I've got a question for you uh, today. Uh, Manchester United uh, won three nothing, and. Uh, 3-1. Oh, did, Brent, did Brentford score in the end? I, I actually missed. Uh, United, the, the yeah, United didn't, United didn't keep a clean sheet. Come on. Uh, of course they didn't. Of course they didn't. <laughs> did they score so, before uh, or after Maguire came on? I can't remember. Does anyone know that? Probably after. <laughs> uh, percentages. Anyway. Uh, Vegas odds certainly has that after for sure. Um, so... Uh, Ronaldo got subbed out a bit midway through the uh, the second half. He was visibly pissed. Adam, what do you think about about his reaction to being subbed out and how it how it sort of uh, speaks to the team that are following him? So you know we did talk about a bit a little bit about this before, but I think that uh, I don't know. I feel like as a leader of the team and he's the oldest player on the team. He is the most accomplished player on the team. He is a storied past of the team. He is, he's a legend before he came back to the team. He's already a legend there. So I don't know. I feel like, yes, he can be pissed, but he needs to be constructive. This team is, is trying to turn things around. They're trying to build. They have a new manager. They have a bunch of young players who look up to him, who grew up watching him. I think that he needs to be a little bit more careful the way he, the way he acts, the way he shows that anger. It's okay to be upset coming off. Everybody's upset coming off. And he didn't play poorly. I mean, he had the, the, he played, he played Bruno through that scored the second goal that pretty much put the game in the bag. So he, he, he had a successful game. I know he, this is, this is, something that makes me wonder about his mentality. I know he wants to win. Of course he wants to win. He won pretty much everything there is to win. But does he care too much about his personal statistics, his, his personal goals, which is good for a forward. You want forwards to want to score. I get that. But he came out and, you know, Maguire was was subbed in and uh, I forget who else came in at that at that point. But they were kind of going into a shell, which I I, I disagree with. Also, I, I'm kind of with him on this. I disagree with, you know, we're up two goals. Let's go onto a defensive shell with 15 minutes and just hope they don't score. Um, 
but uh, I think that, you know, he's got to be aware of, of the way that the team perceives him. He is the leader. He should be the captain in my opinion. Um, but uh, he, he, he contributed to the game. And I think that, you know, he should, he should be happy with his contribution. He's about to be 37 years old in next month. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of mileage on those legs. It's, it's okay to take him off, you know, before he's, he doesn't have to play 90 minutes every game is, is my point. So I don't know. I just think he needs to have a little bit more awareness about who he is and, and how he's perceived by, by his teammates. I don't care what the fans think. I don't care what the pundits think and the commentators. I think what matters is, is how his teammates perceive him. Okay. Uh, so first of all, Lee Grant is the oldest player on the team. He's 38. He's a goalkeeper, uh, like number five or 11. We know who Lee Grant I meant, is. I meant, very so imp- meant, very meant, important part of the team. I meant players that play on the field during the game <laughs> in the stadium. Well, uh, Taylor, this team has asked for fire. They've asked for passion or the, the fans have asked for passion. The fans have asked to, 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 you know, to see what these guys want to bring to this team. Uh, what, what is, what, what should be shining through right now? Should it be the passion or the professionalism? Cause it kind of sounds like that's what I'm hearing from Adam, uh, that he should be professional and, and be that example. But, 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 uh, but where, where are you with, with his reaction? I, I had no issue with it. I think it's a complete non-issue with the team and with everyone. And I honestly, that's, that's literally all I have to say about it because it's so much of a non-factor, non-issue to me. Cool. I, that's, I, yeah. that's, that's so, my feeling on it. I'm not going to elaborate more on something that I don't have a further opinion on. I, I, yeah. There's no issue with it to me. Thomas, where, where are you here? Should, should a guy like him be more professional and, and, and kind of put on a different face? Or is him showing, uh, showing that reaction uh, justified and, and, and potentially uh, helpful for the team? I, in this situation, like I said before, I think in the context of this game, I think he was just pissed that he was coming off and he didn't play as well as he'd hoped he did. That's about the extent of it. I don't think that's a him problem. I think some a lot of times most of that team lately at least have had uh, issues with the – like we've seen them in games like yelling at each other and dropping the heads and sh- stuff like that. That's probably that – like setting an example for that kind of shit I think is what Adam is talking about. But I also don't think in the context of the game, like I said – I don't think it was an issue today. I don't. I don't think anybody on. And you saw uh, Ralph was there talking to him on the bench, like being like, "Yeah, I know you're great, but like I had to get you out." Like, it's not. And, I don't think it was an issue. And that's what I mean. When when you see some of the younger players and the other players see that, and they're like, "Well, the manager's going to, you know, to to calm him down," and the manager's sitting with him separately like i don't know it to me it just doesn't it's not a good not a good look 
He's yeah. different than any other player on the team, and everyone managing knows that. egos at this level is also part of a manager's job. So we shouldn't pretend like he's the same uh, as McTominay. Yeah. No, and look, I'd be mad. I'd be mad. I'd be mad too if I was getting subbed out and fucking Harry Maguire was coming in for me. Okay, Harry <laughs> Maguire. So. So that's a, my that's my next question. Sub. It was a tactical oh, and, and, and it just was, for the record, it was a tactical United sub that led to a goal again. after Maguire came. Yeah. Out. So <laughs> the question the question really is: Is he pissed that he didn't score? Is he pissed that he got subbed out with twenty minutes to go? Or is he pissed because it was Harry Maguire? <laughs> and that's, that's, that, that was really my next question. Uh, all pissed, of the above. Pissed that, he, yeah. pissed that he didn't score. I, I want to know: Do you guys think that? <clears throat> With, you know, in the starting eleven, do you agree with me that he should have been captain today? I think so. Yeah, I think either him or De Gea. I thought I was surprised that De Gea wasn't. I De Gea mean, should Bruno, be the club captain. Bruno is probably third in line there, but he got the armband. Well, he has every time that he's been on, and Maguire's been off this season. Yeah, yeah it's who, true. Who was captain today? Bruno. A uh, Bruno. Interesting. You know, there was a stretch in the past two seasons where Bruno has been, you know, one of our best players. Hey, so, like, I, I get it, but I, I think De Gea is should be the captain of that team. And I, I think Bruno could be a great captain. It's just, you know, right now, with the 11 they put on the field, it, it should have either been De Gea or Ronaldo, I think. And back to the... Back to the getting subbed off question. Bruno's been subbed off in several games this season where Ole or Ranić have been talking to him separately and calming him down too. And it wasn't fiery passion, it was whininess. And yeah, you weren't saying anything about it then. Oh, and I get it. And I, you know, we all like love Ronaldo, at least the three of us, the, you know, our United fans here. And four I, of us. Uh, four you of us. said three okay. earlier as well, Joe. No, no, I'm saying the three of us that are United fans, Joe. I know I'm not going to speak for you because, you know, you love You know, Maldini. the good hosts. You're, you're still hoping Maldini makes a comeback sometime, but... Um, he's getting it. He's working on it. I was just bringing it up like, you know, it, it could be perceived as... And he's still new to these guys, these young guys who, who have a this superstar <clears throat> in the team who is like, basically the, the best in his generation. He's like the Pele of our time. You know, I don't know. He's I like just, the I Pele of soccer. It's crazy. Interested to uh wasn't Pele the Pele of soccer? <laughs> no, he's the Dale Earnhardt of driving fast. <laughs> so oh, so Anthony Marcial was on the bench finally. Uh Taylor why has he not been on the bench and what the hell is going on with all the rumors and stories and everything else about him wanting out and not wanting out Ralph today said everything is fine. And Martial is, 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 is good. Why, like what, why can't he get on the bench? Why can't he go to the field? I've, I have no idea. It makes no sense to me. So do you think he should be getting more playing time? Yeah, absolutely. I think United is an absolutely piss-poor run organization, and they're basically becoming the Washington Redskins of the Premier League, and it's really sad. And it's harder and harder to watch every match. 
in all fairness, we don't know of any potential of any alleged uh, sexual assault. So I'm not really sure that the Redskins yet, uh, but they're let's Give hope they don't get there. Give it time. Let's let's let's, 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 let's strive for that. Yeah. The, let's say let's say Washington football team. We don't want people to think that this came agreed. out in 2019. That's true. That but also, but it was yeah. but it so in it, it it they were the Redskins when they went down and they went and when Snyder took over and did everything else. They, they were they are now the Washington football team and it's a a, a name change that needed to happen many years ago. Uh, however organizationally they have some real legal issues and some there's some real victims uh that that are that are completely unheard and and oh, i'm well you know, aware cer- yeah, certainly that's a whole different that's that's for the next podcast by the way guys we're gonna pick that up on the next one this is joe's investigative um, series uh you know <laughs> the, like <laughs> my 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 temperature's already up right now by the way because yeah so uh but but manchester united is a poorly run organization taylor uh to your point uh, Thomas, is this something that can that can get turned around? And they brought in a coach, Thomas, that is going to instill a foundation, which I think limits their their view of, of uh, limits the the field of coaches they can bring in. They brought in Rangnick to to in, to install a system. Doesn't See, that limit the number of coaches they can, they can sort of reach out to, to 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 come in after that? I think the whole situation is just stupid because you're you hiring a guy like him who, you know, comes with a philosophy or whatever you want to say of how he wants to play and you want to instill that into the team, why not just make him the manager? Why why just to the end of – if like if that's the direction you want to go, then just why, – why doesn't he want to be there? Because he's not really a manager. He's managed like two seasons in the past decade. He's yeah, a, never he's stayed a, long he's anywhere. He's a director. Really. Yeah. Well, apparently he's already has a position locked with this organization in the front office. I mean, that, that's apparently yeah. already. Yeah, but it's deal. but it's consulting. They say so. Yeah. yeah, it means nobody's locked to anything. How? What manager incoming after him is going to be like? Okay, so I I can't do like my thing. I got to follow his playbook. Like, I suspect they'll find a manager that that has a similar methodology and tactical system, uh, like Chris Armas. Adam, Adam, now that I brought that up, there's a lot of reports this week about the players talking a lot of shit about Chris Armas and how he's the problem. Um, he just showed up last week. Uh, he's so they're not apparently the not impressed with him. Um, can you shed any thoughts on on whether or not Chris Armas? I mean, look, I, I I don't know. Like maybe you tell me. What was should he be there? Should he not be there? Is he the problem? I don't think he's the problem. I mean, let's look at let's look at the results of this club for the past seven, eight years since yeah. Ferguson left. We there's been there have been moments of of uh, glory, you know, under under Mourinho. Van Gaal won the uh, won the FA Cup. Mourinho won the Europe, Europa League. Other than that, there there has not been much. Yeah. I don't think Armas is the problem. And you know, they said the same thing about. Ollie, when he was still there, they said, look, we don't have any direction. We don't know what to do with the ball. We don't know what to do in defense. We don't know what to do. I think these this group of players needs to take ownership and and say, hey, we've been the problem. We need a philosophy. Well, we're gonna we're gonna stick to it. We're gonna we're gonna follow uh, you know we're gonna follow what our what our managers are, are trying to do here and and 
play to a game plan. So uh, this group of players has, has been around for quite a while, the, the core. Uh, they need to step up and, and kind of look in the mirror and, be, and, and realize, you know, we've changed manager, managers a number of times. But what else can we do before it boils down to the players, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think it, it'll be very interesting to see what they do uh, postseason. Um, because I think, I, I, I think they're going to, you know, Jesse Marsh is out there. Uh, but I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of coaches that are kind of come from that school of thought of the pressing and, and the, and the work rate. And I think that they're, uh, it'll be very, very interesting to see who they, who they bring in. Uh, I'm going to switch gears uh, over the weekend. Um, AC Milan, uh, who's everyone's favorite, obviously, uh, mostly mine, uh, got screwed over again. Uh, and so Rebic gets fouled at the top of the box, still gets the pass off regardless to Messias, who curls an amazing, you know, amazing shot into the upper 90. So the ref blows the whistle and immediately, and it's very clear on his face, immediately regrets his decision and knows he made the wrong move. AC Milan players complain as they do. That's every soccer player, not just AC Milan. Um, and uh, Milan collapses completely and loses the game. What's interesting about this is that the entire federation came out and they apologized for a bad call that affected the outcome of the game. Uh, they have suspended that, that referee. This is the second time and only two times this season have refs been suspended for such terrible refereeing. And both times came at the uh, uh, in, in a Milan game where Milan got screwed over by all these decisions. I think the story here is that a federation said, hey, we messed up. Sorry, we are taking corrective action. Uh, to me, that's the story. Uh, I, I don't know any other league where this is occurring. It, it, you know, so Thomas, have you heard of any other league, uh, Bundesliga, Eredivisie, uh, uh, Premier League, Serie A, La Liga, MLS, where MLS, where the MLS Referee Association is admitting mistakes, apologizing, and correcting them? I've I've never heard of a referee basically being demoted like you said like we've said here, but I mean apologize great, but it's not like it changes anything. <laughs> They're not the game's not gonna be replayed. They're not gonna award AC Milan points or anything like that. So it's like kind of what does it matter? <laughs> This game survived a hundred years of, of, of human refereeing with no VAR and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, does the apology make a difference, Taylor? Or, or is this something that is – are you impressed at all that they at least admitted a mistake and they're taking corrective action, or is this a, non, a completely non-issue? Well, you're calling it corrective action. It's not corrective action because it doesn't change the outcome of the game and the points that are lost are gone. So okay. they're, taking action, the they're taking action against the referee, which is correct. I mean, if you screw up in your job, depending on the size of your screw up, you have disciplinary actions. So um, I think ultimately, like you're saying, I think it is good that they're taking responsibility because not even just in soccer, just in the entire world, nobody takes any responsibility for anything, especially mistakes anymore. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever admits that they did something incorrectly. 
So I, yeah, that is refreshing to see. Yeah. But ultimately, but didn't you say when we talked about this earlier, didn't you say it wasn't the advantage that was the call? Wasn't there a call later in the game that was also a big blunder? Well, so, I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of, of complaints by Milan fans. Um, one is that, that uh, the players scored the winning goal to, to go up to one uh, was, was quite reckless through the game and should have been, should have been red carded earlier. Um, again, this is a, a common complaint uh, in every game, right? We all, we all want the reckless play of, of, of someone on the other team, uh, you know, to be guarded. But, uh, but then again, when Nigel De Jong played for, for Milan, I didn't want him carded at all. But we yeah. all know that guy deserved at least a yellow for stepping on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just kind of how that goes. I, again, I just, you know, at, at a certain point in life, I, I, I don't complain a ton about it. This one here was pretty egregious because uh, because Messi you know curls one in and it's a two it's a two nothing game. If the advantage is played correctly and accurately and per the per the rules, two nothing game. Instead, what occurred is Spezia scored, you know, thirty seconds later to tie it at mm-hmm. one one, uh, completely turned the game. This uh, mm-hmm. this this call, yeah, or this non call. So um, uh, it, it it did affect the game. It did affect the points. Um, but, I, you know, again, I think people, I, you know, mistakes are made always, right? What do you do mm-hmm. next? That's it's always my next question. It's always my question. It's always my thing. <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd rather see him take responsibility than not. Yeah. Adam, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, we're going to move a little bit uh, again to the U.S. men's national team. Uh, they're starting they, – they're in camp right now with the MLS players. Uh, we have uh, Europeans uh, playing soon. A uh, couple questions are out there, and then we'll touch on them briefly. Uh, on the right wing, and, and we have three games in this window, correct, for the, uh, the CONCACAF? Yep. Uh, yeah. So yeah. we have Yedlin and Dest. Which one's starting more on the right, uh, Adam? Well, it depends on <clears throat> it depends on the, the the opponent and the situation and the formation. Um, I would say Dest is is probably the best right back, but you know Yedlin can play on the left side as well. So uh, I would go with Dest as is one A and Yedlin as one B, maybe uh, right back. But but Yedlin can compete for the for the for the left back as well or right right back I think and Des can too and and so can Anthony Robin, Robinson so you know I think those three are your top outside backs uh, Robinson mostly plays on the left if uh, if I remember correctly is that right so, yes uh, Dest and 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 uh, Yedlin can can play both sides. It depends. You you might play all of them if you if you have depends on the formation. You know, Dest can get forward. He has been getting forward. He scored in uh, in one of the last uh, one of the last uh, uh, qualifiers. national qualifiers. Yeah. So yeah, Taylor. Uh, I'm going to ask you quick because we're running out of time. Uh, Yedlin or Dest for uh, two out of three games. Which one? We have a Salvador, Canada, Honduras. So you're saying it at right back, right? Uh, right back, yes. 
Uh, right now, Yedlin. Yeah. Thomas, what do you think? Uh, I would <clears throat> say Yedlin as well, just because uh, he's been playing well for the national team. And I know Dest hasn't been playing a whole much, a whole bunch at all lately uh, uh, with his situation in Barcelona. But like Adam said, I think it ultimately comes down to the opponents. Uh, he might not uh, – we're probably not going to have to face uh, Davies in the Canada game. So we might not have to match him for speed on the right. So he plays down the left. So, you know, we need somebody like Yedlin who can stay with him on that side, but it might not even be an issue. So, I mean, it, I think it just comes down to the fact that Yedlin's played for the national team recently and he's been playing well. So stick with him, I guess. Let Dest run in the front, let, let Dest run in the front three if you want them both in the lineup. There's that too. Yeah. Or, or yeah, pull the wing, you're right. Well, uh, we are out of time, guys. Uh, thank you for being here. And listeners, thank you so much for, uh, for uh, joining us and uh, clicking download. For sure, uh, subscribe, like, follow, whatever. Uh, we promised you an announcement today, and, we're, and, and here it is. Uh, we are we are going to be hosting uh, Grant Wall on our podcast uh, on February eighth. We'll post it uh, to the interwebs either that night uh, or the next day. Probably that night because we'll be super excited, um, and we're going to try to try very hard not to uh, fanboy out uh, with uh, with such a uh, prestigious writer. So again, uh, so for us for for people like us to be able to have a conversation with Grant about uh, but everything going on and. And certainly, what he's what he's looking into is 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 quite the treat. Um, and Ood, uh, really, we do this all for you, obviously. Um, so uh, uh, so that that's that's our announcement. And and quite frankly, it's 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 about as big as it gets for people like us. Um, so thank you all for being here. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, I have one last question for you, as I always do. Uh, we have El Salvador away, Canada at home. And Honduras away. Adam, how many points are we coming away with in this window? Seven. Taylor, how many points? Seven. Thomas? Mm. Oh, I'll go nine just to be different. Love it. I don't, th- I don't think that's going to happen. Man. But... Swim against the grain. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at six myself. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's yeah, just... I, yep. So, well, a, <laughs> that's generous on a cold day. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for being here listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, we love doing it and, um, and we will see you soon.